Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Welcome, 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 everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here as we're thrashing about and uh, uh, just lovingly uh, having uh, words of encouragement that we uh, a, before the show and after the show. During the show, they might not let us on for the second week, so we'll not even go there. But uh, uh, tonight we have uh, uh, Justin Latini. Justin, uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Hey, Greg, always a pleasure to be here. Uh, and uh, Wolfie, uh, uh, thanks, brother, for coming in. Uh, appreciate everything. Uh, uh, the food drive through today. It was, yeah, it was really Great good. Day. We just got to thank everybody for today. We um, sold out, like we were talking about, maybe a half hour, all done by 1230. Sold out is free. Um, <laughs> and it's really exciting. It's, it gets pushed on, on WATT and WMEX. And, of course, South Shore Community Action, um, Marie and... and um, Matt and Martin from Antunga donate all the food. It was probably 6,000 pounds today. The pickup truck was just down on the ground. The trailers were sinking into the ground. And everyone just comes down. Naturally, the goon squad, you don't have to say anything to everyone. Everyone naturally does what they enjoy and what's fun to do. And uh, our World War II guy was there giving us hell in Brockton. Oh, yeah. Uh, Neil. 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 Wolfie, get me some more food. What the hell's the matter with you? There's so much food in the truck that the back is down on the ground. He goes, you didn't give me anything. Give me some damn food, Wolfie. <laughs> I give him more food. He's great. World War II. And it's it's really heartening. It makes everybody feel good to help a little bit. The Zed Fox say doing good feels better. Well, and once so, a month you get together and it's all the same uh, men and women that are out there. Uh, uh, some lift a lot, some lift a little, but everybody's encouraged by everybody else just being there, and it's a, it's a, it's a nice feeling of uh, camaraderie, and uh, you know, maybe for some, it's the highlight of their month, Wolfie. Yeah, it really is at Dave Hinker's line, one team, one fight. It's nice when everybody can do something together to help some people, and it, it all happens. What can you do that that's nobody's mad at you for? No one's trying to sue you. Nobody's yelling. Well, they yell at me, but that's different. No one's yelling at everybody else. Everybody's working together at a team. And, and Greg had this great idea to do. He's, he, Greg's such a great idea. He made us do the first from the middle of winter. It's snowing. January. Yeah, that's yeah. a good time to start, you know? Yeah. yeah. Then and, the next and, time we did it with Quincy in February, on top of a hill, was blowing about 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, almost froze to death. Yeah, that but, was 14. Uh, the VSO got us up there. But somehow we made it through, and today was the uh, almost the 20th version of it. Is it really that 20 much? 20 versions, yeah. yeah. Two years. Yeah, it'd be two years so in January. It, it's really exciting. Greg had a great idea. We would do it all over, but this is constant, so everybody knows to come the second Thursday of the month to the WATD studios in WMEX. It's 130 Enterprise Drive in, in uh, Marshfield. So it, it's it makes life better for everybody. It really does. It's it's makes everyone feel good. It makes everybody happy <clears throat> to do it. And people leave with a smile. And everyone's so happy, they say, when's the next one? That's how you know you did a good job. What's the next one? We want to come back and do another one. So 
Um, but but Wolf, so there, so that was the food drive through. Yeah. We need to move along here a little bit, Wolfie. Yeah, uh, yeah go through. We got to wait a second. Susan's trying to get ninety three year old father on the in the evening. So we got to wait till he's listening. Well, why don't we have Ted? Uh, let's let's introduce let's our guest uh, we'll jump in uh, for tonight. Yeah. Uh, uh, fills up the chair for sure. Uh, he'd be uh, he's about Chuck size. Uh, 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 all the way down from Somerville, our, our new uh, uh, friend of the network, uh, uh, Veteran Services Officer, uh, Ted, and pronouncing that last name? It's Ted Louis-Jacques. 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 That's right. Louis-Jacques. Louis-Jacques. <laughs> Wolfie, we could from be Louis-Jacques. Very nice. Ted, thanks for coming in tonight. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for your service. Oh, thank you. Pleasure is all mine. Why, why don't you introduce yourself uh, to the audience out there? Let us know, uh, let everybody know who we're talking to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hello, everyone. My name is uh, Ted Louis-Jacques. I currently serve as the Director of Veteran Services for the City of Somerville. I'm a U.S. Army veteran uh, about nine years now. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I think about where has the time gone. Uh, but uh, other than that, you know, I'm just excited to be here and to really uh, share and where is awareness uh, for our veterans community? Great, great. I know that already. Uh, how long have you been serving as the uh, as the director in Somerville? So in Somerville, it's been two and a half years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Has Brian? I'm. I. I. I know Brian from before he was at Somerville. Has he been gone that long? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Brian actually went over to Boston now. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. I see him every once in a while. Uh, a Brian Bishop. Uh, yep. He does a great job. Uh, Really uh, has, has done monumental work. Uh, uh, everywhere he goes, he leaves behind a, a great legacy. And uh, here you are, Ted, following Absolutely. Up. You know, you have some very big shoes to fill. So You, you do. Yeah. You, you, you do. <laughs> He's but, got the size shoe to yeah, fill. I, 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 I <laughs> He's so. a big boy. He can handle that. Well, yeah. well, listening to him already, he's been out there and, 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 and outreach. And, and, you know, that's one of the... The, the the areas I think that the whole veterans community can improve themselves on is outreach. Absolutely. And partnerships, but you seem to be doing that, you know, I mean, two and a half years, you're already at the helm for a while, but uh, uh, what, do you, what do you think? You're making partners all the time out there. For sure, absolutely. Anywhere that I can go, any um, areas of the, uh, um, the state that I can be on uh, is really to raise awareness for our veterans community and figure out a way to partner with different, you know, cities and, and towns on, on the work that we're doing because at the end of the day, it's all about partnering for the veterans community and making sure that we're able to give them the help that they need for them and their dependents. Well, and the partnering is a, is a big deal because Wolfie and I and Justin, we all, we, we all develop partnerships every day because when someone calls, when a vet calls Wolfie or myself, they're in trouble. We can't do anything. But we know everybody else that does everything. For sure. And a lot of times it's the VSO. Yeah. The, you know, the, and we have a great rapport with the local VSOs, and we'd like to put you on our speed dial. You should have never given us your number, dude. <laughs> that, was a trick. that was a trick. That was a trick. Greg, Greg came up with the best line. Uh, two great lines. One is, we don't know anything, but we know everybody. And the other is, is our job is to trick the veterans into getting their service. So, you're, they're so we just tricked you. Too. There you, you go. Don't know. We have your number. 
He didn't read the fine print. I didn't read the fine print. It's in the mail. Don't worry, Dad. We'll take care of you. Susan just said that Dad's listening. He's 93-year-old Dad. Very good. Well, at this point in time, Wolfie, take it away, kid. we got to do the vetting. How's that? Uh, it's Vetty time. It's not an Emmy. I can't remember the other. It's not a Tony. I get goofed up with an Oscar. All right? It's not even an Oscar. <laughs> it's not Oscar. It's Greg. It's his promotion. And I figured this out. <laughs> and I can't remember what it is. <laughs> but anyway, tonight's Vetty is to John Bryant. Was uh, in the Army for a year just at the end of World War II. And he's 92 years old. He just turned 92 years old. And he still gives us heck. He still straightens us right out. So um, he went in, in in Philadelphia, and he ended up at a Devon's for a year. So that was pretty cool. And, and we talk about the camaraderie all the time. He was in for a year, reserves for five years. His best friends to this day are all his Omni's buddies for that one year of camaraderie. Yeah. That's uh, how important yeah. all that is. So that's really not a joke. When we trick yeah. you into the coffees for camaraderie, that's not a joke. Yeah. So, um, so in his civilian life, he actually was in the Olympic sailing. And we think he really was an Olympic sailor, a hell of a sailor. He lived on this boat in the Bahamas, the whole thing. And we think of the Olympics as the most fine-tuned athletes. He was proud of himself. The sailing team smoked and drank while all the other boys and girls are killing themselves doing sit-ups and eating raw beans in the river. Sailors are different from rowers, I think. Yeah, I I made a mistake. I should have been a sailor. uh, You you are what you fit, you know? (laughs) Downhill and into the wind. And uh, he was a Boy Scout leader and one of the people that, that he coached was Bob Sylvia, the fire chief in, in Cohasset, who's been so good to us for the emergency. And he retired, and John's still away teaching and helping everybody. It's unbelievable. And um, he's still really a sage guy. we got to thank him for his wisdom. Greg and I got a trailer load of flags. 1,500 flags that they gave us to give out to the veterans, and I'm not thinking anything through as always. Greg and I are just head first into everything we do. And I say, boy, we can give these out to everyone. And I said to John, I'm so proud and so happy we have these American flags to give out. And he says, boy, that's a burden. Yeah. And I thought, that's a real burden. we got to keep them good. we got to handle the right people. So sage-wise advice when he was... He was uh, you know, in his 90s. So we just want to thank him for his service and all he did. He was on the Conservation Commission. He sent the town in Cohasset. So he was the guy that kept from oil wells and and nuclear plants in Cohasset. So we all here at Veteran Voice want to thank John Bryant for his service to the community and to the service. Very good, John. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I know his favorite song is... uh, Yeah. What's his favorite song? The stagecoach one or something. Ghost Riders in the Sky. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see if, uh, I don't know if we have it. uh, 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 Maybe next week or the week after, we'll uh, give another shout out to John. I know that uh, for his 95th, (laughs) we'll we'll, we'll give it to him a year early. but uh, Wolfie, that was great. Uh, John's a, a great guy, yeah, he and uh, really he's, he's aging now uh, gracefully. But uh, at this point, Larry, why don't we uh, take it away for the first break, and uh, we'll return to find a little bit about uh, what Ted's doing up in Somerville and uh, what he's got the veterans up to. So uh, take it away, Larry. We'll be back after these. Well, 
Welcome, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, here as we're sitting there amongst the group. But uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, remind everybody about our brother Justin's uh, 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 giant car show this week uh, that's being held uh, down at Bristol Community College. Uh, tell us a little bit about it, Justin. Yeah, Greg, this is, uh, as you know, this is our fourth year uh, for the uh, Vietnam Memorial Wall that's... Uh, the permanent uh, Vietnam Wall here in Massachusetts. There are only three others in the country. And so uh, this year on the 10th is our car show. Uh, we've got at the Bristol Community College right in North uh, Fall River. Uh, we get anywhere from a couple hundred cars. We've got music. We've got tons of raffles. Uh, it's a great day, and everyone gets shade because it's under the uh, solar panels which uh, BCC installed, and very nice. It's a great day, and uh, we will be there from uh, 8.30 to 2 o'clock. Wow, so, full day. Full day. So if you're coming down with a classic car or truck or any vehicle, uh, cars or trucks, we take them in, and uh, we ask for a $20 donation, which all the money goes toward the upkeep of the wall. Very so. nice. Very nice, Justin. Well, good luck. It's going to be a nice... Yeah. Uh, oh, it's going to be 80 degrees. It's going to be a beautiful day for perfect. a car show. Perfect. And the, and the breeze off the river there, so we're yeah. good. So, Ted, tell us what's going on up in Somerville these days. Yes, absolutely. I think uh, this is. You guys have a lot of great things happening down here, so it's a. Uh it's really good to hear, and I like the Vetti uh, <laughs> yeah. show as well. Uh, so yeah, you know, it's it's to pay homage to the veterans while they're alive. As absolutely, said. yeah, that um, makes sense. And pretty soon, uh, I'm ready to to ink an agreement with the company. We're going to be doing. Um, Interviews with veteran business owners. Mm, okay. Every week, a quick five little question, just like Wolfie has a five little, you know, uh, uh, question with his vetties and little uh, items that he addresses. We're going to do the same thing. It's a syndicated column, columnist that's already putting it together. He wants to join us. Absolutely. So, that's great. so uh, we, we've got some new awareness things going on that hopefully we can help you out a for little sure, bit. For sure, Because you're doing a lot of things up there. Correct, yeah. And, and one uh, piece I'll start with uh, in, uh, in, in light of keeping, you know, with morale in the veterans community, especially after a gruesome two year and a half from the COVID-19 pandemic, is that we partnered with uh, the Library of Congress in D.C. So for the Veterans History Project, which is VHP. Yeah. So what what I do in some of it is that I welcome veterans uh, at City Hall, and uh, and I sit down with them and interview them for about 30, 45 minutes, sometime an hour. Wow. It, it depends on what how much they have to share. So it, it's a way to really, like you said, get their stories while they're alive. Yeah. So that, you know, it's not, we're not speaking with, you know, their beneficiaries or, or my, anything. My like, father when he was alive. Exactly. Or, she, or, or their kids, their dependents. Exactly. Exactly. So we want to hear directly from from the veterans themselves. So what I've done is, so for the first year, uh, where I started this back in uh, in March. So I did a uh, pilot program for the year, and we've interviewed actually seven uh, veterans. So we had uh, about we had three Vietnam War veterans. We had two from uh, from the war in Afghanistan. And I believe uh, we had two others that was from uh, between uh, Iraq and Afghanistan. Very nice. Yeah, you know, so we 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 hear their stories. You're appealing, you know what I like. You know what he's doing. He's appealing to the younger vets. Absolutely, absolutely. You're getting the younger vet stories. 
get him to come out. For sure. For please, sure. Please help him help us to get him to come out. Absolutely. You know, and so so that's what we so we we want to hear about their lives before, during and after service. You know, what were you doing? What was your life like before you joined uh, obviously, you, you, you tell us a little bit of what, about your service during because we have a lot of vets that don't want to share that story. You know, and, it, and, and I think the younger you get them to share, the more they remember. I mean, I served over fifty years ago. Wow! So for me to recall something fifty years ago, I mean, it's it's you got to dig back deep. Mm-hmm. Where some of these kids are only going, well, kids, <laughs> some of these young men and women they're are going back. They're kids to us, dude. They're kids. Yeah. <laughs> they are kids, but <laughs> I, I catch myself. Um, yeah. They're only going back maybe 20 years, and that's important because yeah. it's so relevant to, to their life. And, yeah, exactly. and by sharing now, some of that PTSD might be able to. For sure. You know, For get sure. that out there. Yeah, you know, so so we, we, we get them, we I, I interview them, and then uh, once we're, we wrap up with the interview, then uh, I put it all together, and I ship it down to D.C., to the Library of Congress. Very nice. Th- they wow. will vet Huge. it there, right? So yeah. the, they, they have a staff dedicated to the Veterans History Project that will vet the interview. Then guess what? It will be stored there for oh, life. Wow. 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 Yeah. You know, so so that was uh, that was one of the things that we thought about, uh, and 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 ways to engage our veterans community and to get them out. And uh, so for the first year, we, we I I was aiming for ten, but I did seven. I thought it was a that, great success. That's, I mean, that's uh, that's a, a huge success, Ted. Yeah, you're doing something that almost nobody has ever done or asked them to do before. Correct. And, and are you keeping records? Of are you keeping oh, yeah. a copy for, we, uh, for the city of Somerville? Correct. So, so right. we we send we send a copy down to DC for the Library of Congress. We have a copy for us uh, for our files, and then we give the we're oh, gonna nice. give a, a copy to the veteran. So for the first year now, so uh, on uh, Veterans Day, we're going to roll out. Um, the, the, they're going to be seeing it for the first time, and we're gonna put a lot of animation in it, music, nice. make it lively, make it wow. upbeat. Wow. And so they'll be. I think they'll be looking forward to seeing that. That's wow! How, how unique. That's, that's really a big deal that you did that. You know, my dad, we were talking about the Normandy, you know, a few days in on the ground in a combat zone the whole day. All we ever got out of him was funny stories. So we couldn't get any history out of him. We couldn't get any information out of him. And the kids tried to, my, when my kids were in junior high school, they, they you know, they'll listen to the daughters. You know, everyone listens to the daughters. They're not listening to me when I ask them a question. And they got a tiny bit down, but he'd start to say something. He goes, no way. So, so those original boys from World War II, they weren't talking. You weren't yeah. getting that story. So it's really close to our heart that you're trying to get some of these stories documented. Because a lot of those boys and girls did not have a good time. For sure, for sure. And, yeah. and, and, and the same thing with the, with the new boys and girls. Yeah. They're coming back from burn pits and, you know, all the unseen terrors of war that they're, that they're, that they're facing now, uh, you know, just... None of them had it. None of them had it easy. I don't think in the almost the last thirty five years of uh, of conflicts, and especially the women. Now they're combat. Yeah. I mean, they weren't combat. I mean, we had nurses in Vietnam. Yeah, but they weren't combat. They weren't and helicopter so, pilots. You know, and now yeah. you've got these women combat, which I think you know is so important to get their story heard. For sure. Ingrid Centurion uh, was a major, and she uh, was one of the originators of the Boston uh, uh, Veterans Collaborative. Uh, uh, program. Uh, uh, she was a um, helicopter pilot. Wow. A major in in Iraq and uh, Afghanistan mm-hmm. uh, on the front lines. Yeah. Uh, right, right on the front lines. Uh, 
So we, uh, we, we, we honor you there, Ted, for uh, coming up with the, the ways to honor yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the other piece to it too is uh, is the education factor. It's it's really keeping uh, that and and making sure that the next generation is a, uh, is able to really understand uh, uh, the the service and the sacrifice that these men and women made uh, prior. Well, it's sad because we were we were raising money for the the wall. I spoke on some of the campuses around the country, around Massachusetts. You'd be surprised how many young people they couldn't tell you when. Vietnam War was, yeah. or Korea. They they thought Korea was before World War II. I mean, they just had no perspective on on the war. And so I think your project is is so important to to educate the younger folks that you know this is this is what it's about. And and they're not they're not talking about Vietnam no. in the schools. Page no. and a half, I think. In it. my my grandson's page and a half in his history book. That's it doesn't it. fit with MCAS. No, yeah. no. It you, you know they don't have time, unfortunately, for. For history, yeesh. Yeah. You, you, you know, uh, it's math uh, and science, that's all they want to learn. Th- well, and I can understand that, but, you know, we're, we're, without uh, remembering history, uh, we're doomed to repeat our mistakes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. uh, you know, so we, uh, we, we, Ted, we appreciate uh, what you're doing. Uh, what, what other types of uh, programs have you got? Have you got going on in Somerville right now? Yeah, um, the uh, the other piece I, I'd mention is that uh, one of one of our biggest priorities uh, for this year, for this fiscal year twenty three, is to really look at uh, affordable housing development for veterans. You know, in the city of Somerville, uh, when I see other communities like uh, the Cape and Islands, Gardner, yep. uh, Lemonster, um, there's another one further up, Tewksbury, that are developing these uh, projects. I mean, if you look at Boston with the the um, with Brian Marine, yeah, uh, the, that's a beautiful campus over there. I'm still I have yet to go on there, but I definitely want to visit it. They, uh, they've they've done an amazing job over there. I, exactly, you know. So I'm just uh, looking to see how can we pull our resources together to get a private um, public partnership cooperation. Uh, you know, state, local government, federal government to figure out how can we really partner around that because, you know, if you build the houses, if you're able to get the housing there, then the veterans will, will be able to um, to come. Well, it's kind of a tough subject, but I, I, I think that Sober House, is, is, it's kind of tough love, but it, it seems if you're not sending them to a Sober House, the, the problems... Don't get better. Yeah, correct. So, so that, that's a good question. So, the way we look at it is, uh, is housing first, not housing only, uh, be, because the thinking and thought behind that is that housing come at such intersectionality of everyone's life. You know, because if they don't have secure housing, then everything else really doesn't matter. Yep. Everything else falls apart. Because if we're able to secure the housing, making sure that it's affordable and they can live there, you know, then we can start looking at to mental health uh, um, resources. Then we can start looking at job opportunities and employment. Then we can start looking at education and figuring out a way for them to become mem- uh, um, sustainable members of our society again. It, it's it's really how I envision this. Uh, it's a it's it's going to take you know not just our office, not just our department, uh, uh, but it's going to really take the partnership across. Uh, to really get that going. 
Well, uh, um, uh, let me uh, introduce you to some friends of ours. Have you have you met the folks from Soldier On? Correct. Yeah, I've not met them yet, but I've heard of them. So Bruce it, Buckley is. Uh, they do a tremendous job. Then they've just opened. Uh, uh, I I think down in New Jersey, a sixty-five unit uh, uh, complex. Uh, they they're managing. A dozen others up here uh, in the western part of Massachusetts, yeah, and they manage in the Brighton Marine Project. Correct, yeah, they are. So yeah, so they're we're looking re- to expand out here. Yeah, I know. So we're really excited about getting in touch with them. That because yeah, that that's you're exactly the type of a partner that they would like to support and work with. That uh, you, you know, it, it takes a lot of hands to put that a project like that together. For sure, but the benefits are. Astronomical. Exactly. Astronomical. Well, at this point in time, Lad, why don't we uh, take a break and uh, uh, come back after halftime to uh, come back with the second half, talk to Ted here a little bit, and find out uh, a little bit more about what's going on in the city of Somerville. Uh, uh, so at this point, Lad, why don't you take, it, uh, take us away, and uh, we'll be back after these messages. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio. Uh, uh, we're going to get to uh, a caller in just a minute, but uh, before we do that, another Veterans Food drive through was held earlier today. WATD's uh, Jill Johnston has more. Craig Wolf, co-host of Veterans Voice Radio, spoke with WATD about their food drive through tradition. The event has been going on for two years. So they don't basically get out of the car. If they want to give us a hug, they pull over and give us a hug. But So everyone drives through, so in three, three minutes we can fill the whole car up with as much food as the family needs. The food drive through started as an event for veterans. Now the event is open to whomever needs it. It, it really grew and had a life of its own, and it's exciting to be part of a team that can just feed once a month, four or 5,000 pounds of food to hungry people. Veterans Voice Radio hosts a food drive through every second Thursday of the month. Well, a good friend of ours had a, has a good line, Ed Fox. So it's a wolf man to the fox man. He said, doing good feels better. So you, you drive home and you say, geez, that was pretty good. I helped a few people. Tune in to Veterans Voice Radio every Thursday night from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Right here on 95.9 WATD. Jill Johnston, WATD News. That was a that great was job from... Uh, yeah, that was a new intern. By, she did good. By, she's not an intern. What is she? She's a reporter. Oh. Well, I didn't scare her away, so I think she's good. <laughs> You've scared her away now. She's gone. <laughs> Thank you for your service to the radio station. We've appreciated it. That was a great moment. Jill, we apologize in advance. We'll send you the the, the typical, we were sorry for... We're not uh, responsible for his... We should have a thing comments. we could just press the button and go, tape three. It's an apology from Wolfie. <laughs> they made me go we're not responsible for what he says. <laughs> or what he thinks. I think you're going to the box. So. I'm in the yeah, Back in the back in the penalty box for Wolfie. Yeah, uh, I was such a oh. bad athlete that I'd say to the referee, "You got to give me two minutes. I'm exhausted. I can't go another shift. Give me two. I got to sit down." Well, at this point in time, we're going to bring some uh, reasonability here back to the uh, of the show, and uh, we we bring back one of the uh, one of the good guys out there. Should be on MEX uh, more often, uh, uh, spinning uh, old tunes. But uh, Kevin, uh, Ke- uh, friend Kevin McKenna. Are you out there, kid? I sure am. I'm listening to you guys. You're doing a fantastic job. 
Well, you know, we're just uh, trying to keep it. Uh, Trying to keep it moving, trying to keep everybody laughing a little bit. Uh, but uh, Kevin, you got a, a big weekend coming up pretty soon. Yes, I do. The Prime Angels Fund hosting our annual golf tournament next Saturday at the Pembroke Country Club at one o'clock in the afternoon. And right now, this year's been a tough year. We're kind of short on a few golfers. We're short about three teams. And in order for it to be a big success, I need to have. 144 golfers, so I'm short 12 golfers right now, so if anybody that's a great golfer, they want to come out and they want to play golf, and they want to support our special needs community, that's what it's all about. We've been doing this for the last 15 years, and we've been doing it with the support of this beautiful radio station and all the local businesses in the community, and uh, we, we need your help right now to make it a success. Well, and even, uh, uh, Kevin, uh, uh, there's still room, even at this last uh, 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 time here, and it seems like we're going to have some nice weather uh, all the way through the end of uh, uh, this month, we hope. Thank God. I, you know, we're only short uh, three forces, so that's 12 people we have to fill it with. But, you know, it's like usually this time last year I had 150 golfers. Yeah. Right now, it's kind of slow, and I understand everybody getting back to school and everything, but... We're just trying to get the big push on and get some more sponsors. We've, we've actually added a couple of crazy events to our, to our golf tournament that I don't think it's ever been done before. But we have the crazy axes out of Hanover. They're going to come over with their trailer, and we're going to have a 50-50 raffle. And if the players uh, decide to, they can spend $5 and throw an axe at the target. And if it hits the target, then they get a raffle ticket to go into the 50-50. And we're going to do this before everybody starts drinking. We're going to start doing it at 11 o'clock in the morning until about 1 o'clock. Yeah, yeah good, idea, good, good idea. After And after 2 o'clock, bring out the rubber axes. <laughs> exactly. But we this, this this tournament is designed for, and I hate to say this, but a lot of guys go out there and stretch the truth when they're playing golf. And it's also designed for golfers who are terrible, like myself. But like on the, on the 13th hole, we have a, a beanbag toss. And on the beanbag toss, the team pays $20, and they all get to hit uh, throw four beanbags into the phone hole. And if one of them gets in the hole, the whole team gets to move up to the 150-yard market, which is a par five. Well, you know, that brings me to one question. Uh, that won't uh, help be, Greg and I. <laughs> being, being a senior citizen, Kevin, could green. you have picked a longer <laughs> golf course in New England? I don't think so. Um, you know, being a senior, a senior citizen myself, anybody that's 16 years or older hits for the white tees. Anybody that's 59 and younger has to hit for the blue tees. And the ladies, of course, always hit from the red tees. And and yeah. how about uh, those those players that are over seventy, Kevin? <laughs> I'm not proud. You know what? Put, put them on the green. <laughs> uh, red's my favorite color, Kevin. They thank God that they're hot. <laughs> Kevin, you know? he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it on the tee. He needs it on the, on the putting green. You need to move him a couple feet closer to the hole. Those holes are too small. Yeah, just push my wheelchair just up up <laughs> well, cl- closer. You know. Yeah, we added a couple extra things. This year, a, a good friend of mine from uh, Kevin from the Duxbury Oyster Company is donating a raw bar. So we'll have a raw bar going off as soon as the players get off the six. And then we're going to have the uh, dinner from uh, the Longhorn Restaurant probably around six thirty, seven o'clock. And then we have a, a large number of raffles. And some of our biggest sponsors are still coming through every year. 
Boston Air Systems, Longhorn Restaurant in Pembroke, okay? Tiny and Sons, a lot of people, great people in the community. WATD and and also WMEX. I mean, without the support of these these businesses and companies, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. And we're trying to get enough money to put aside so next year we can have our special needs prom for our special needs community. And we've been doing that, like I said, for 15 years. And it's all about giving back and making a difference and, and creating a wonderful day for our, our loved ones. Kevin, if somebody uh, wants to contact you, how would they uh, reach out uh, uh, and uh, uh, reserve uh, uh, maybe a, a, a foursome uh, for, for next week? All they have to do is go to our website, www.promangels.org. They can make a donation or they can sign up right there for a foursome or a single golfer. And uh, they're all they're all on board. It's all electronically, and uh, it's it's you know it's a fan, it's going to be a fantastic day. Like I said, and we couldn't do it without the support from the Pembroke Country Club and our veterans and our, our Eagles Club and the Rotary Club. And like I said, Boston Air Systems and they're fantastic. My good friend Johnny Blazo has been helping out for 15 years, and also one of my big big friends, uh, Mike Digna from the Spindles. We're going to have a fire ladder drop. And our goal is to sell 100 balls at 100 bucks a piece. And if your lucky numbered ball goes in the hole and we sell 100 balls, you win $3,000. Last year, we had three balls go in, but we only sold 50 balls. It's like hitting a Super Bowl square. Wow. That's all. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Well, Kevin, we're... Uh we're pulling for you. I hope we. Uh, I hope this helps you uh, get uh, those uh, last two or three uh, foursomes. And uh, you know, why don't you give us a call again next week? Uh, you know, just to just to check in again uh, and uh, let us give you a last minute push uh, and and see if you have any more openings. I do. And I already put a foursome aside for you, Greg. The last time we talked, you said you were interested in it. So I, I I am. I hope it's Jack Nicholas and uh, Arnold Palmer and uh, no, I think Arnie's dead. Uh, <laughs> I, I need some skill, but thank you very much. I appreciate it. God bless you guys, and thank you once again for helping us out. All right, Kevin, we're, we're glad to keep up the uh, the the great work. Uh, that was Kevin McKenna from Prom Angels uh, uh, puts this uh, this prom together, soup to nuts from. Uh, from from hairs getting done to makeup to shoes to clothes to rides to that's great yep the whole the whole deal uh, fifteen years he's been putting that together but uh, uh, so we're here um, uh, with with uh, with Ted with Ted uh, from uh, down uh, from Somerville and uh, uh, as you as you're talking uh, to the housing uh, uh, problem how is housing in Somerville is it Tough like it is everywhere else. It's just like everyone else. You no, know, in some of the housing situation is, uh, you know, it's really tough. And uh, what, what we're able to figure out is just obviously the the crisis is not just in some of our greater Boston. It's around Massachusetts and the country. So, uh, it, you know, we're just trying to figure out an answer to the. Uh, um, to the housing shortage and the housing crisis that's happening. So this is why we we have to look into developing housing specifically, you know, for for veterans and you know veterans of all eras, and, and that's the piece that we'll be working on. Interesting. Well, that's um, 
Are there? Have you targeted any old buildings, or have you targeted uh, any schools, or have have you gone that far yet? Are you still kind? Of, yes. Yeah, Are we have. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So we're looking at. Uh, so some of our obviously we have a plan. It's called the summer vision. Uh, you know. So we're looking at you know twenty thirty twenty forty um, out, outwards. So we're just uh, uh, right now. So I'm looking at the master plan for the city. Yeah. And figure out you know uh, with the with our economic development team what's happening what 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 priorities uh, does the administration have and and, and us you know uh, in the veterans department where can we fit in there when it comes to some of these buildings that'll be you know coming online and we're in touch also with uh, our different veterans organization I'll tell you this the post which is the American Legion post 19 and some of them they just got their building redone. Now, what they did is they went uh, privately. Uh, they sold the, the, their building. Um, now, the developer that came in is obviously building um, housing up top. Yeah. But the deal that they struck with them is that uh, the first floor or the basement, uh, um, per se, is going to be for the folks at the post. And guess what? They named it. They named the new building the Post. Wow. Yeah, you know, so, so which, which is really cool. Wow. Yeah, you know, wow. so so now they have some house. Now, that one is not, uh, say, veteran-specific housing. Yeah. But, you know, it's uh, it's a... Uh, uh, they have some market rate and affordable housing up top, but then uh, the folks from the American Legion get to have their they keep their um, posts. Yeah. I mean, and they'll be down uh, downstairs below. They'll uh, you know they'll keep their bar, they'll keep their wow. room, you know, for renting and such. So nice, yeah. So yeah, so we we will definitely target uh, different places in the city to see uh, you know what uh, where we can partner with some of these organizations. So of course, there's more to come. Well, I think that. Uh not speaking for Soldier On, but they've done both. They've built new from scratch, but they've also renovated old buildings and made them work based on the design of the old school or whatever that they might have taken that that uh, they're taking care of. But I'll make sure I'll send you an email uh, uh, to you and Bruce uh, from uh, Soldier On and uh, introduce you to. And you know, after that, you you go ahead and. Talk away. Bruce is a terrific guy that wants to do more projects in the eastern Massachusetts Absolutely. Area. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. Uh, and he's got some real interesting ideas about how to fund things. And he keeps them running afterwards. For sure, for you, sure. You know, and it's that's more, it's not just building them. Correct. You can't just build them and let it, let it go. <laughs> right. It is management, uh, you know. Now, would these be uh, uh, of the hard vash variety? Yeah, that, that, that yeah, we'll be we'll be taking a look at all these different, uh, um, you know, resources and making sure that veterans again uh, of all ages, all income level, are able to apply for these houses using you know Section Eight hard vash, yeah, or whatever that they have for, um, available to them. Nice, very, very, very nice. Well, you seem. Uh, so you, you seem awfully energetic about it. Uh, I am, uh, I am. Man. Yeah, you are. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, he's smiling like he's smiling like crazy as he's talking to it, uh, talking to us about it. You can tell. Uh, I hope. Uh, I hope. Smile in his face, Greg. I hope he kept his army helmet because you're gonna have to keep banging your head into <laughs> the know, wall. Right? Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. We, that's to come. <laughs> that, that, that that's the best time is yet to come. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, Larry, why don't we uh, take our final break here? Uh, we'll hear from our sponsors, and we'll come back to uh, 
uh, close up tonight's show, unfortunately. Just flies right by. Take care. We'll be back after these messages, folks. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, here with uh, 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 Ted from uh, the beautiful town of Somerville. Uh, uh, Very, very accomplished VSO. He's kind of doing some spectacular things out there, and you've got a big event coming up. I don't know how you did it, Ted, but tell everybody what's happening uh, up in Somerville around uh, Veterans Day. Yeah, actually, yeah. So uh, we were able to um, be uh, one of the cities to host the Vietnam Moving Wall. Uh, you know, that's uh, we're very excited to bring the wall to our veterans community. Actually, we, we I, I've had a couple of veterans that reach out to me that say, you know, They've come back from from Vietnam, and this is the first time in over 50 years that they'll be seeing the wall. And they have many friends, uh, you know, that and names uh, that are on the wall uh, of the 58, well, more than 58,000 uh, names that are on there. So uh, I know it's going to be a very emotional uh, um, um, uh, moment. Uh, for them when the wall does come here. So we'll have the wall uh, from November 10th to November 14th. It's going to be there seven, um, for um, 24 hours. We'll have uh, different people able to to help them uh, find names. We'll have counselors on hand uh, available to us to, uh, through the Boston Vet Center. Uh, yeah, so it, we're just uh, looking to have a big event What's for ve- Veterans Day. So it's going to be in Assembly Row in Somerville. Oh, so that's yeah. 399 Revolution Drive in Somerville, Massachusetts. Spectacular. That's uh, What's the address again? Assembly Row. Yeah, Assembly Row, 399 Revolution Drive. We, we were uh, uh, lucky enough to be uh, at the Weymouth uh, uh, moving wall when that came to town. And uh, uh, overnight, you know, in the middle of the night, vets just come. Uh, uh, you're seeing that now, Justin. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, at uh, your wall down in uh, Fall River. Yeah, and, and which is a permanent wall, but uh, I don't know if you're aware of this. Um, there are three fathers and sons on the wall. Oh. And the first father and son. Uh, was from North Weymouth, Massachusetts. Really? Yeah, that was the first father and son uh, who died uh, from Viet- in, during Vietnam. So, what, what, what um, was the name? Uh, sure, I knew you were going to hit me up on that right now. I've had that. Of course. I, I come from North Weymouth. Why I, don't I, I, I know it? Yeah, you should know. There's a monument right near the Dunkin' Donuts here on 3A. Yeah, yeah. There is. Right That's the Vietnam Veterans uh, Memorial in, in, in you know, North Weymouth. I go by it every day. Head, you think I could get that out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. George Ponce is a close friend of George's. He does all that. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. Greg's. He's, yeah, George and I went over and saw the monument when I went to speak at Weymouth. But, yeah, it's a great event for veterans. You know, a lot of the Vietnam vets uh, are too old now to travel to Washington. Yeah, exactly. And so um, in your area, this would be, you know, an opportunity for them to come by, uh, especially around Veterans Day. Uh, so uh, I wish you well with it because it's, uh, it's, it's an honor to have that wall uh, come. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and, and they go up and they just – and they have a lot of computer-aided uh, – uh, devices there to help you find the stories and the locations and exactly. and all of that. So it's just not here. It is. It's just a blank wall. It's it's uh, they they accompany it with uh, some real nice tools so that uh, you know everybody's able to find out what they want and 
get what they want out of it, which uh, it's amazing. For sure, yeah, absolutely. It, it's, it's just amazing when we uh, when we uh, uh, ran it back uh, back home. But they, uh, they have the computers, but the expression in Yiddish is stark. Is you need a lot of great big strong guys and girls to put that thing together. <laughs> computers, my necktie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it comes Those to are town, big heavy walls, have you, big have, heavy have, have you prepared for that yet? Yeah, we are. We're getting ready for that. We have the volunteers on deck, so we'll be able to yeah, make yeah. sure. Anyway, look, look, listen, we're still looking for volunteers. So if anybody that wants to come on volunteers, please don't hesitate to reach out. And, and when's what, that? What do you want them to call? A number and email? Uh, yeah, I'll definitely give him my number. 617-404-5290. Okay, very good. Well, Wolfie, you got that down? I wrote that down, but I can't read what I wrote. Well, <laughs> we'll get it to but you. But I do have it written down. 617-404-5290. If you big, strong guys and girls call, if you computer guys, don't call. Don't call. <laughs> no, no, no. But, uh, uh, Th- thanks a lot, Ted. We appreciate uh, you know you're, you're you're bringing up the wall, but we want you to call in a couple more times before then. For sure, y- you know we'll give you as much advance notice, and we'll make sure that Ben on WMEX yeah. with a Boston listening with a heavy Boston listening audience, they they I'm sure that Ben will love to have you on. Uh, uh, we'll make sure we set that up. Uh, you can have a, a nice interview with Ben. Uh, he's a big supporter, and yeah. you'll get a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of uh, publicity from uh, WMEX. A lot of Vietnam vets listen to that. He was; they were great when we were doing our wall. So, oh, awesome! Yeah, Ben's a great guy. Yeah, that's great. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, Wolfie, we got a, yeah. a, an event coming it's up. It's not uh, a Vetti. It's <laughs> not a Tony. It's oh, not yeah. even an Oscar. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's is it a confetti? Yeah. Confetti. Susan just texted in her father, John, 92 years old, starting her. He goes, is that a confetti? <laughs> <laughs> Ten years of work. Madison Ave to come up with that. It was actually Ben. A confetti. We gave him a confetti. We gave him a confetti. <laughs> Benny the confetti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you got a big car show coming up uh, on the 18th. The state police have allowed you to uh, yeah. sh- show up. <laughs> the They're not the going to. It might be too soon to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Lieutenant Salamane is a really good guy. He's he's getting us going. So we actually just got we actually got a permit. I think it's the first time in 15 years. The DCR, no, they're great. Kevin and Janice are great. So on September 18th, in Howland, the Nantasket Beach Car Show, is Greg and I turned that. We outsmarted everyone. We threw out all the vendors. Everyone thinks I'm making this up. We threw out all the vendors, and Greg turned it into a veteran resource fair. So, again, it's just a trick. You're going to look at some beautiful cars. It's a trick to get you services and and the the deals that you earned and deserve. It really is. And we have Dave Hanker from the VA is there, and we sign up two or three or four people that have never signed up for the VA in their lives, and they get medical appointments that Monday. From Dave, that's yeah. that's the way Dave they 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 work it. So all you vets out there and, and that the have never taken a look at the VA, oh boy, have you have you seen what's out there lately, guys and girls? It's amazing the amount of benefits that uh, and, that that are out there. And then for the women vets, um, Carolyn Mason Wally is there. 
and she signs you right up. You don't even know you signed up. You're either back in the service or in the VA. <laughs> so be careful what you sign with Carolyn. Yeah. No, the women, they, they take such good care of them. It's terrific. So please come down and give Greg and I a hard time. It's September the 18th in Nantasket Beach. We close the whole road. Yeah. And uh, Jenny Babcock from the, the uh, Mass yeah, the Coalition for Suicide Prevention is going to be there. Uh, 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 we're going to have uh, re- some 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 representation from the wall. We'll have some flyers there. Yeah, we'll and, uh, Unfortunately, I'll be in Canada. So no, I have the flyers. I'll be away this year, guys. We'll, the, we'll have you there anyways. And the, yeah, we'll have the flyers for the wall. And the Huey, um, the band of characters out of Plymouth, the Huey, the Huey helicopter float is there. And, and I'm afraid they put real 50s in. They're going to shoot me with the real 50s. And, uh, put in water guns. But my favorite thing in the whole thing. So to register for the cars, there's just a few spots left. They limited us to 500. Go on NantasketBeachCarshow.com and register your cars. Um, everyone else just come. It's free to, to everybody else, and, and the vets we take extra good care of. And my favorite thing in the whole thing, at 8, th- well, at 8 o'clock we sing the national anthem. They make me just lip it. They don't let me sing. <laughs> and my favorite thing in the whole is, is 8.30, we drop the flag and say, "Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines!" And five hundred cars start their engines at the same time. That's wow. you got to come just yeah, for that. Yeah, it's great. It, it's great. But this is the time of night, folks, where we turn the turn the the microphone over to Chuck, and Chuck would would be yelling at all your vets, and we're going to come at you with a little bit of a different tone. Come on down and see us. Come down and help us make funny fun of Wolfie at the car show. Come and get a hug. Come and give a hug. We got all sorts of great things going on there at the show. But if you can't make it down there, call 988 at the prompt dial 1. There's somebody there waiting to talk to you that cares. You're going to talk to a real person, somebody that really cares and understands. So once again, that easy-to-remember number, 988 at the prompt press 1. Well, folks, it's another another week here has uh, come to pass uh, next week, we're going into a new uh, category. I haven't uh, uh, let on too much about what's going on, but we're going to be uh, talking a different route as far as careers. We're going to be talking about careers as high school sports officials. I'm a 30-year sports official of soccer, basketball, and softball. There's a huge shortage of officials out there we got some folks that are going to teach you and train you how to be sports officials. So tune in next week. Everybody be careful. Justin, have a great uh, great weekend. And uh, Larry, thanks so much for keeping us on track. And uh, we'll see everybody next week. Good night, everybody. Can you tell me W-A-T-T-F-M Marshfield. W-B-M-S Brockton. The South Shore's first choice for live team coverage of